ears. Yeah, let's go for that raw sound. Like we like it. That's uh, yeah. See. We don't want to. We don't want the first year of the pod to sound too polished. Right. Like we want to really impress our fans who came back for season two, and they're gonna be like, "Whoa!" They're like, "Oh wait, all they did was use AirPods. They should have been <laughs> the whole time." <laughs> We're under punks, you know. We don't want to sound too mainstream. It's just how it goes. Um, yeah, and you got to have a progression, right? Like if it's too good, right at the, at the get go. In the basement's part of the nostalgia of the show. <laughs> Absolutely, that's what the diehards love to see. You know, like like the first season of The Office was just much lower production than every season after that. But you know, it holds a special place in your heart. It does. Except for Michael Scott took a drastic twist after season one. <laughs> season two. Yeah, but for the better. And that's what this podcast is, Garrett. That's exactly what it's going to be. That's true. Do I need to hit us with an, an official, uh, what's up, dudes? Yes, if you hadn't so far and we just missed the first part, then I'm glad you just did it. Yeah, we got to get that in there. Now the show begins. <laughs> and that all was totally scripted. That entire beginning, um, yep. it was. We worked painstakingly all week on that for that. For everyone, we've That's been it. practicing. So you're welcome. Is what I want to say there. Well, uh, we got remote pod. Yes, we do. Remote pod. We've been <laughs> wanting to try this for a while. I mean, it, it kind of makes sense to be remote during COVID for pods. It does. But it's always fun in person too. So we're gonna have to do it either way. So this is crash crash course, baby. This yep. Is, uh, happening live. Um, we got the game on, of course. You lucky you. For any of those like um, last game of the year kind of uh, championship deciding players playing, and they're probably not gonna be any of them. I feel like everybody <laughs> knows if they won or they didn't. Yeah, it, pretty much every single matchup has been decided. Because, like, one Deontay Johnson isn't going to change anything. He's not going to put yeah. up 42 points. Right. <laughs> you could see maybe the uh, maybe the Nick Chubbs or the Najee Harrises, but even then it's like... Are those even on championship teams? Right yeah, now? if you own those players, did you even win enough games? Because right. here's the thing. Najee Harris was great. But the people who drafted Najee Harris like high, that's risky as hell, and they were probably risky throughout the draft. And they're not in the championship game because oh. if you're if you're drafting Najee at like pick ten, you're also probably making crazy moves at pick thirty and fifty. That's true. That is true. Shows the tendency of the drafter. I like it. Okay. Uh, uh, this is totally confirmed by science. I did fourteen hours of research on this. You don't even look into it. Don't worry. <laughs> We're all telling you the facts all the time. <laughs> yeah, you can fact check that. Even if we don't know the truth, we search for the truth, <laughs> and that's that's really all that matters. <laughs> we discover the truth on the on this call. <laughs> on the discover the truth. <laughs> this is the state of mind you need to be in to just break through the, to the next barrier of, of fantasy football greatness. <laughs> Just throw out these bold claims and it happens to be true and now you're famous. There's a reason I was a psychology minor, let me tell you. I knew this would come in <laughs> at some point. Um, mm. Guys, 
tight end bet is over with the fantasy championships. Whoop, whoop. Oh gosh, I, I think I might have came back. What was the final score, Garrett? Not doing week eighteen, even though you wanted to. <laughs> what? No, I didn't. I'm saying I'm saying with Gronk score. <laughs> oh what? Gronk didn't win. Gronk did not win. Uh, what? Kelsey with fifty one point two. Kittle with 47, Gronk with 30.4. <laughs> oh, so close. You were 17 away. Just needed three more touchdowns. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, and Mark Andrews uh, had 88. <laughs> oh, well, that, that's just cheating. You can't pick Andrews. I would have picked him if I knew I could. That poor, that poor guy. We just we're like we just threw him as a side note every time about tight ends. Be like, oh yeah, Mark Andrews, and then he ends up just being the master all along. Oh my god. Yep. I feel like I feel like Andrews was was probably on a a few championship caliber teams in fantasy. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, he just kind of way out blew his uh, original draft slot with his performance this year. Yeah, when you get a tight end in the fifth round or fourth round, and he ends up being tight end one, and not is not not only consistent but like dominant at the end of the season, like yeah, probably gonna probably gonna go places with that team. I definitely credit him to basically getting me into the playoffs and into the the ship and the dynasty league because he really did. I mean, he would have those week winning. Those thirty-point games, he had two of those, you know. And that's in the playoffs. He had two in the playoffs. Yeah, just unreal. So I mean, he's gonna be—it's gonna be crazy because he might be drafted as the tight end one next year, potentially. Which I, I don't mean, know if it will, but it'd be crazy to see. I that. think he has the case to be. Oh, for sure, Braden. Did I just hear you say something about uh, the Shad Dynasty championship game? <laughs> Why, yes. I did happen uh, to talk about that. Were you playing in the Shad Dynasty Championship game this week? Oh, I can't believe you're asking this right now. Why? Well, yes, I did. <laughs> oh, and, and how did that go for you? I stomped Jesse Wiggins, baby. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> uh, Brayden, like uh, many, 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 many fantasy championship, uh, championships were decided by Jamar Chase. Oh. Um, or Joe Burrow. <laughs> Although I have to say, or Rashad Penny. <laughs> if you subtract the uh, the chase, I still had it somehow. But then, you need Rashad Penny. Uh, give Matt Rashad Penny and that's Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf stack. Yeah, some that's shout just outs that, Oh my god! That's being a crazy fantasy game. I don't even know how that happened because on paper it was like Seahawks Lions. What the heck? And that's that small league where there's no defense or kickers. Which means that you guys had massive weeks. Yeah, holy cow. That's that's like 15 points less than, you know, an average score. And you're putting up just 180 over here. That would be a damn near 200 if you had a D and a kicker. Yep, for sure. Especially if you have, like, Chicago's D or something. What did they put Yeah. Up? Oh, they went crazy. 23? Yeah, 20, 22, something like that. I don't know. It was crazy. So I didn't check or anything, but that was the highest score of the year. Yeah. Uh, hey. Finals. Shows up in championship game. Braden, you might dominate this league for the next few years. We, yeah, you know, obviously I hope so. We'll see because things things change quickly. It's crazy, but, I mean, it definitely helps out in that young wide receiving core. But I, I never expected to come in here and win it, so I'm, I'm super pumped. I expected I was just laying a foundation and then I was going to be hoping to get some running backs in the future, but 
somehow they pulled me through regardless. So, I mean, it all came down to that close matchup with Tom, too, because Tom was it, – it was Justin Jackson. Rashad Penny and Justin Jackson won me the ship. Yeah. Like, got me to the ship and won me the ship. Like, can you guys believe that Rashad Penny is a league winner? Dude, after all these years – <laughs> I I hate that because I I held him for so long and I said no I'm cutting him this year, oh, and then he just goes off and does this everything I've been hoping for for three yeah. years. The only reason you cut him is because he had like two chances at good games, and he just like shit the bed in both of them. <laughs> yeah. Then he goes right fantasy championships for everyone. I thought he was washed. Yeah, no, he has three 150 plus yard games. Multiple touchdowns. Oh my gosh, unreal! But I gotta, gotta say, shout out to Jesse. Um, it was a good matchup, my man. Um, we'll see you again next year potentially. We'll see if I make it. Even I'll probably just end up being tanking. <laughs> I'll probably end up in last place next year with my luck. But uh, anyways, that was- two quick notes there. In the opposite side of the Shad Dynasty League, I am in the toilet bowl uh, versus Nick Guimont. That's how you want. Good friend of the pod. I am up by 33 points in uh, in my matchup, and he's got Baker Mayfield tonight. So he, he needs Baker to put up 34. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, Nick would be the inaugural loser of the Shad Dynasty League. We never established a, a tough punishment, so I, I threw out the uh, option that uh, the loser has to eat an extra-large Eminem Blizzard from Dairy Queen. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Terrible. I, I was going to uh, comment because I don't think you know. They sell extra large blizzards in Moorhead, Minnesota. There's no, there's no other thing that sells that size. To run to Moorhead. Yeah. It's just the one right next to their apartment building. It's like this old little Dairy Queen that's that's not affiliated with the chains. That's why Keith Oppenheimer. You about getting an extra large, <laughs> <laughs> and you would get it all the time. Oh my god! So, so the loser of the league would have to drive to Moorhead, Minnesota, to get a blizzard. <laughs> oh my god! I need to call Nick. <laughs> this is crazy. That makes it perfect. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> I thought you could get that at any Dairy Queen you wanted. <laughs> um, Dairy Queen really can't order it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like part of, it, part of it, too, is you have to you have to make it known that you traveled a long way for the fact Like, you have to go in there and say, like, yeah, I traveled all the way up from, from the park for this one. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh man, I do we call Nick tonight and just like confirm this is one hundred percent the ground rules? <laughs> I want to talk to him and be like, "Hey, you want to jump on the pod for a minute? We got to this for you." I know we're literally deciding this as the is happening. <laughs> Here's the thing: even if I would have lost, I would have loved this punishment. Dude, I'm all for this punishment if Baker puts up 35. <laughs> this is hilarious. You got to drive to Moorhead, Minnesota. 
to eat an extra large M&M Blizzard. <laughs> Only one. Shout out to Keith. Wow. K Thornby. Is there any chance he's listening tonight? Oh, oh, he's listening. He's probably one of our uh, two live streamers. You got to follow us on Podbean Live if you want to hear the live stream. So we'll see you next week. Um, well, anyways, what do we? What else do we? Oh, can I talk about one more championship game, Garrett? We got to talk about the Give Me Some Championship, but you can talk about yes. the Always Up dude. I'm going to talk about the Always Up dude league. Probably the most prestigious, you know, the most high value league. I've ever been a part of, um, and I was fortunate enough to have been in the championship game this week. And barring a huge meltdown of Deontay Johnson versus Nick Chubb, uh, I won that championship, and I'm just I couldn't be more proud. It's 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 probably the best championship of my life. Zach, you know why I didn't win the championship? <laughs> why is that? Because I traded Cooper Cup for Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> no, terrible, terrible trade, Garrett. And guess what? We talked about that on the pod, and I said you take Cooper Cup, and I, I was right. I think we all said Christian McCaffrey. Oh hell no! I was Team Cooper Cup. Play it back. Rewind the podcast. I do believe I remember Zach was opposing a little bit, and I was I was more in favor of McCaffrey for sure. Um, that's a that's a league losing move right there. It is, and I mean, it's it's pretty much just me and Garrett in an eight-team league, and we're the only ones who make waiver moves. Uh, even then, Garrett doesn't make a ton of waiver moves, and I just mm, sifted through those waters. Oh, Amon Ross St. Brown, thank you very much. And, you know, you get a championship. Yeah. Uh, I was supposed to dominate this league. <laughs> My roster was so unreal, like, <laughs> at one point in time. So and then you I, traded Cooper Cup. Yeah, but I had Jalen Hurts. My running backs were Dalvin Cook, DeAndre Swift, and Christian McCaffrey. Oh, dang. And then on my bench behind that, I still had Elijah Mitchell and Javante Williams. My wide receivers were Stephon Diggs, Calvin Ridley. Um, yeah, just <laughs> Stephon Diggs, the top two. Calvin Ridley. Um, Hunter Renfro and Antonio Brown. Wow. And I was just like, oh, this league's over. <laughs> yeah. You, you see those playoffs loom and you're like, all right, I'm making my run. Nope. McCaffrey goes down. A couple other slides. I like barely snuck into the playoffs though even. For sure. But that's because I was sitting on Christian McCaffrey instead of Cooper Cup. Um, I'm almost ready to to hop into you know our biggest fan league, the Gimme Some League. But quick, uh, I was in the League of the Elite Championship game uh, where I've dominated all year. My team was stacked. Cooper Cup was just, I mean, I couldn't be beaten. And uh, I go up in the championship game against Amon Ross St. Brown, and I come up what 13 points short, and it it hurt. I wanted to win that one. Yep. Oh my but God. it was the closest I've been. Amon Ross St. Brown. We talked about him in the pod last week. Amon Ross St. Brown town. I'd you, take him over Rashad Penny. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel that. Especially in Dynasty. Oh, in Dynasty, absolutely. Dude, even in, in regular play. Like, like, dude, like, Amon Ross St. Brown could be a third-round pick next year. Oh yeah, he could be. 
I don't think Rashad Penny is on track to be a third-round pick next year. Oh, no, no. I thought you meant, like, going into this week. I, 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 was, was, start, I, was, I was like, Penny scored more points. But yeah. <laughs> okay, I get what you're saying, yeah. I mean, did he? Yeah, Rashad Penny had more points than Amon Ross. But it wasn't by much, but he, it was maybe four or five Dude, points. Dude, he had 185 yards and two touchdowns. <laughs> That's pretty good. He could be – I mean, it's going to be interesting to see because the, the oh. Seahawks could decide to re-sign him and make him their bell cow. He could go somewhere else and people make him their bell cow, or he could just be a like a backup running back somewhere. Like, you have no idea. His range of outcomes is so wild. Like, yeah. whatever. He, Rashad Penny put up 31.5. Amon Ross St. Brown, 31.4. <laughs> so, I guess you'd rather have Penny this week, but you'd rather have Amon Ross St. Brown the last four weeks. <laughs> I was looking at standard scoring. That's why. Oh my god! Yeah, Most that. leagues aren't standard. I do. I do have to throw out one of, before we get to give me some league. A quick one on one of my championships as well. Just because we're throwing them in. I'm sitting uh, about basically. I'm facing Nick Chubb here. He has to get 46 points. So I'm sitting. He's pretty. not going to get 46 points. Shout out to uh, Hex and the ship. Uh, first, I'm the first three time winner. Possibly, we'll see. But I, I expect it. And uh, it was a good matchup, my man. And uh, we'll see you next time. Beautiful. <laughs> All right. Now, guys, we need to let people know what happened for the Gimme Some League. Oh, man. This is our, our long time, you know, 15-year league. This is the big show. This is the big finale. That's the high-value, you know, ante. That's what the show is about. <laughs> we got $1,000 on the line. Uh, Justin uh, blew his big lead this week. However... And going into Sunday Night Football, Dalvin Cook versus Devontae Adams. And you're just like, oh. here we go. It was, it was so hype. Dalvin Cook, they were tied going into this game. Dalvin Cook gets his two. So Justin uh, with Devontae Adams just absolutely ends up slowing out. 16 straight weeks of victories for Justin. <laughs> He lost the first week by like four points. Hey, both yeah. Guess what? Me and Mitch would have both beat him. We would have been the only two teams to beat him over those two weeks. And and even maybe on a more important note, um, Mitch, long long time fan, first time caller, he was put up the most points in the playoffs. He has earned himself a box combo from Canes, courtesy of me. Yeah, I am so it. proud of you, Mitch. Wow, Dang, that's not me. he's got he's yeah. got big things in store for his future. Do you have Penny too? <laughs> Congratulations, Mitch. Yep, I can't wait to link up in the off season when uh, we maybe all get together for a professional recording of who is in the toilet bowl. It's gonna be so great. Uh, last year, if you watched Mitch's uh, football uh, combine, you would see that uh, a good friend Keaton was helping to videotape and perform in his combine. <laughs> well, the roles are going to be reversed next year because Keaton, uh, two-time host on this podcast, he uh, he fell short and, and he took home that toilet bowl. <laughs> Mitch, me, you, Braden, for sure. <laughs> We gotta be there. I think just for uh, for old times' sake, oh, we shouldn't let Zach come. We, we should just <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, no! I need I to be Zach, there. Of course, you're coming. I've uh, got these directorial but... shots that the fans are gonna love. 
<laughs> and then Monir's going to be there. We're going to send it off to all 32 NFL teams. It's going to be great. Just how if that's financially team. feasible. <laughs> or, or like we make a huddle, uh, uh, like, you know, like the football recruiting. Yeah. We just got to get the name out there. The new account. Oh, my gosh. Put it, on, put it on YouTube. We definitely have to have Mitch holding the camera and yelling out orders because it would be too poetic. <laughs> it would be too poetic. Oh I feel God. like we need to get on an actual field for this, too. So you might need to go to, like, Scholastica or something or somewhere that – Absolutely. Scholastica look- in Duluth? Well, I mean, we're also – somebody in our friend group oh. have a connection to go on a professional, like, done field. <laughs> I don't know. We're not going to go up to Duluth, Gary. We can find a high school football field somewhere. I mean, traveling to Moorhead for an XL Blizzard, I might as well. You could do Hopkins. I wonder, <laughs> they probably gate theirs, though. See, all the nice ones are like. Hey, yeah, I well, got US Bank Stadium. Blizzard. Find a rundown school, Garrett. We're, there's plenty of rundown schools in our area. Our, our districts are underfunded. Please raise the taxes and help pay our teachers. Do it. Listen to the pod. Just the do it. To be available. Football teams. <laughs> All right. Details later, Garrett. Details later. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um. All right. Before we get into more um stuff that happened this week, going into this week, I think the only piece of news that I even really care about at this point in time anymore. Only thing uh, I remember. Kirk Cousins on Friday uh, called out for the game with COVID. Idiot. <laughs> we knew- Our season's on the line. Win and we have a good chance to be in. Lose and we're out. And Kirk gets COVID and he's out. Yep. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> yeah, so we got to watch John Mann. <laughs> oh, my God. Sunday night. After it not being Kellen Mond, first of all, like, how are you not giving Kellen Mond a shot? Here's the thing. It was the right decision not to because it was such a cold-weather game that Mond wouldn't have played well in those conditions regardless. So if you do play him next week at home against the Bears, makes a little bit more sense. After their defensive performance? (laughs) No, I mean, the Bears' defense is is no slouch, but I'd rather ease my rookie quarterback in at home than on the road at Green Bay. I get that. I get that. However, the fans really just wanted to see what we had in mind. Right. I mean, we already thought the season was over, but before and, it was really over, Kirk And thankfully, coming. Garrett, if you uh, rewarded yourself by uh, just being pissed off the whole night and watching the entire Vikings game, you did get to see one series from Kellen Mond. He did. He didn't look good. No, he, on third and seven, just threw it straight to the linebacker who dropped it. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then and then the Vikes got the ball back after that and they said no Sean Mannion's back in the game. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cuz he was hurt. They said it was cuz he was hurt for a snap. Okay. Yeah, like what eight snaps for a whole drive or whatever it was. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, oh my gosh. But how poetic. I mean, how much does it quantify this season for the Vikings where at the most pivotal time last chance like to ever make it? All, you know, all preseason you hear about, you know, Kirk and COVID, all that stuff is swirling. I mean, it was a huge deal. And then right at, you know, Zimmer was super concerned. And right at the key, most key moment of the season, <laughs> just out. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it might almost be a blessing in disguise because it'll cause some changes. But, man, that was, uh, and then just embarrassed on Sunday Night Football. <laughs> just 
terrible. Yeah, it was truly embarrassing. But Manny's got a big arm. Let me tell you, that's what the scouting report says. So watch out. <laughs> big arm Manion. No, yeah, disgusting. So that was one of the worst Vikings games I've ever seen in my life. Um, yeah, it had uh, shades of uh, Josh Freeman Monday Night Football to it. Was, it. it was just like we, we didn't have a chance from the moment like the first play happened. Right, it just sucks because like the defense came out for three series and played pretty good, and oh, yeah, got destroyed. So yeah, but, yeah. it was tough. It was, it was put the season to end. Next week's irrelevant. <laughs> Zim's gone, right? I yeah, mean, I mean, hopefully we lose at home to the Bears. Like, that's the best case. Throw in the rookie. Let us lose. We get a better draft pick. I mean, it's it's shocked. Yeah. For this for this era, I think you know Zim Zim's gone. Apparently Spielman's going to be gone with him, even though I don't like that. And uh, hopefully we get. Kirk off the team. I mean, you, you just can't pay him thirty-five million uh, in in salary plus ten million dead cap. That's forty-five million just for one quarterback position. You can't do that if you're getting Kirk's quality. It's probably true. Um, but yeah, I mean, the team just needs to be better around him anyway. I don't think we're one player away. I don't think we're one quarterback away. We're. Uh, I think that with our cap space, we're not in a good spot. Yeah, we almost need a cultural purge and just an entire a clean slate. It feels like. I mean, I, I'm I'm with you, Zach. I'd like to keep Spielman, but, um, you know, it's just sometimes how these offices work, where they view people as in tandem like that, and that's just how it goes. So we'll see. But, um, I mean, Kalamon's out there interviewing. Let's. Uh, the the only thing I'm worried about too is if we get rid of Spielman, we're gonna have to find a GM before we find a head coach. That's true. We'll do, and I'm concerned that we're going to lose out on all the top candidates because you know if that happens that's not always true though i mean there's there's times it can be can be uh but it's like there's there's several teams that would be okay hiring a head coach before a gm i would say if they think they have the right guy yeah i think the tradition is have the gm select their head coach more and have that input but that doesn't mean it's not impossible that yeah, because, I mean, we need that Kellen and Kellen dream, even though the monsters <laughs> sound a little rough. But at least the Kellen Moore, I'll take that one. If we, if we can get one of the Kellens, I'd be pretty pumped. I'd be more pumped about uh, <laughs> Kellen Moore than Kellen Mott. Yes. I don't know, Garrett. If we got Kellen Moore, but Kellen Mond was the starting quarterback and he was just dominating... I think you'd be more excited to have Kellen Mond than Kellen Moore at that point. Sure, sure. There is a scenario in which Kellen <laughs> would be the best quarterback. <laughs> you got to have a full Jalen Hurts or something, just like 20 rushes a game by the quarterback. <laughs> Dude, speaking of Jalen Hurts, he did it. He did. He, he he had a fantastic year, and a lot of people picked him as like their sleeper quarterback. Yeah, he had a very good year fantasy. A iffy year as the quarterback, um, yeah. a lot of fans are, are kind of not on his side right now. I know Keaton probably still is, I would guess. I don't know. He seemed pretty diehard. I feel like he's... He, I, I would imagine he's still, especially now, like he got you to the playoffs. I know that he hasn't looked the best at times. or he's like, But, yeah, I mean, yeah, 
He's he a winner. He's exactly what Keaton thought he was. He's a winner. He did have a bad performance this week, but overall, <laughs> been really, really solid. Zach, were you are just you guys steady? like ready to crown this man's ass? Like. No, we're trying, we're trying to say what Keaton might be thinking, not not what okay. we think. I don't okay. think he's that good of a quarterback. I don't think Jalen Hurts is that good of a quarterback. No, neither do I. But he he got into the playoffs, so it took that running game. They got Boston Scott and Boston Sanders Scott and Jordan, Jordan Howard, Howard going, and that actually made a huge difference. But it's a good defense as well. Yeah. It, I mean, I bet Hurts could end up being decent if he could find some consistency. But it seems like his passing week to week is just very, um, very inconsistent. I mean, Christian Ponder esque. They're also in the NFC East, so like. Since week six, he's had one, two, three games over two hundred passing yards. Yeah. yeah. Like he he doesn't throw for over two hundred passing yards very often no I, yeah. right <laughs> yeah he's gonna have to figure out that passing game but who knows what if he pulls a uh a josh allen or something where all of a sudden he's, he starts being more accurate and consistent but not likely i, I used to not think that that was a ca- the case but uh it happened with josh allen i mean he, his rookie year he did not you know have fantasy specialness to him but his second year man um, so maybe maybe that'll happen with uh, Jalen Hurts as well as a as a real quarterback. We'll see. Um, Trey Lance got some look pretty good this week. He did get some minutes, and he he looked good fantasy wise. I don't know how he did actual wise. They won. Yeah, they did win. Um, yeah. Um, and then I think we was going to the crazy stories of this week. Yeah, absolutely. There's one crazy story that happened this week that we need to talk about. <laughs> and that's obviously Jamar Chase's championship winning day. <laughs> what? No, Garrett. I'm kidding. Oh, my God. I was going to love you, sir. No one cares about Jamar Chase. He's he's not a wide receiver worth talking about. What's that? Is it Antonio Brown retires, question mark? Yes, dude. That was the craziest thing. No, of course. But yeah, dude. What? What the hell is that? <laughs> Dude, I, if you haven't seen it, you just need to – I don't know how you haven't seen it. Like, this is no, trending even if you're not a sports no, fan. No, no, I've seen it. I know. I'm just saying for, for the, the listeners of the podcast, gotcha, gotcha. Antonio Brown uh, decided to retire mid-game and took off his jersey and his undershirt and his shoes and threw him into the crowd and then just, like, started streaking across the field, like, pumping up the crowd. And <laughs> then uh, – the end zone. Yeah. Even like peace sign and high fiving fans on his way out. He's just getting like mm-hmm. cooked off and booed. Yeah, and uh, so he retired, and I don't know if we'll ever see it happen like that ever again. I, I, I don't think that anybody <laughs> could possibly employ Antonio Brown after what just happened. Yeah, I mean, it's, he's got to be done, right? Like, there's I mean, there's no way, even like two years from now, AB oh, wants to come back at age 37 and like see if he can prove it one more time. No team is going to take him back, right? No, I, I <laughs> that would be possible. He's you can't have that type of player as someone you rely on just quit like the week before the playoffs start. Like, that's incredibly selfish to the team and just incredibly dumb and stupid for his career. 
he I mean he went out like a fireball. I mean he he gets a three game suspension because he wasn't well it starts because he hasn't paid his personal at home chef and then they find and then he leaks that he has a fake vaccine card and then he I mean <laughs> like he somehow he added to the legend even though it's already ridiculous. Like have you ever looked up that Reddit post that talks about all the things that the laundry things that he's done and there's stuff that you even forget that he yeah, did and you're yeah. like oh my gosh this guy is certifiably insane like it just this guy doesn't care mr big best part of all of this is uh his nickname online is mr big chest because <laughs> <laughs> that was a nickname he wanted he, he wanted the fans to call him mr big chest and then fans anytime he does anything just make like a stupid wordplay with the the letters mbc and so this time he's mr bear chest and they just always clown on the way they change his name <laughs> and then still playing like a hall of fame caliber wide receiver which is unreal yeah, at times it's crazy even in this game he had a nasty route where he just i mean the corner just from a pure just from a pure route, he stops short, and the the corner was. I mean, he buckled over his own feet. Like he did not know what happened. And it's just you, would you want Antonio Brown to uh, play on the Vikings in two years? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? That would be the worst. <laughs> I do. I don't want to see some drama. Like we haven't had. Any- no, you don't win championships by getting more drama. No, but not actually. But I do would like to see a little more. You know, it seems like in the Zimmer era, especially the last few years, which we wanted, we, we, the players have been a lot more quiet and focused, which is good. But we don't really see that. F- there doesn't seem to be a fire, which could be just a lack of leadership or Kirk's personality, like kind of driving the team to Zimmer or what. But I would like to see some more just like outspoken passion, I guess. Um, that would not be Antonio Brown, but I just think in general <laughs> in the future. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. That's Antonio Brown for you. That's well, a- I, don't, I don't know. That's what we should, what, what we should have expected. AB81, man. I, he lost a lot of people fantasy championships. I, I, mean, I hate him. Yeah. I believed in him all year, and I started him in two leagues this week. And, and he got three points and then retired. <laughs> <laughs> what a jerk. Uh, say that. It makes it sound so ridiculous, but that's how ridiculous it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fair statement. <laughs> Freaking idiot. All right, Garrett, are there any other uh, guys who won people championships this week? Any uh, any good performers that we yeah. haven't talked about yet? Awesome. Yeah, obviously Joe Burrow. Uh, if for somebody to get 266 yards and three touchdowns from Jamar Chase like you did, uh, somebody had to throw him the ball. Uh, and uh, Joe Burrow goes for like another 465 yards and four touchdowns. That's crazy. And we got to touch back on the Jamar Chase performance, though, too, because for a rookie wide receiver to put in the championship game 266 yards and three touchdowns, like what? And these were not easy catches. These were all – Unreal. I mean, just watching the highlights, unreal catches, back to back, just stringing them together. I, this, I mean, the the future is unlimited for Jamar Chase. I mean, it's going to be interesting seeing Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase just duking it out for the top young wide receiver in the league. This teammates at LSU, 
That is super crazy because they are like the two faces of the NFL right now. They are. Like from a skill position standpoint. Right. Um, Yeah. I mean, everybody loves Jamar Chase. Um, He's probably dynasty wide receiver number one. I'd probably still rather take JJ, but I mean, you can't go wrong either way. I think I think you go with uh, Chase for his touchdown upside. I'd rather have like, and then, and you, know, you know, and you know you have Burrow. Like you tied. know you have a good quarterback. He's tied to a young, good franchise quarterback. That's true. Um, but a good team, it, high scoring offense. The knock on Chase is just that T. Higgins is so good that he's right. going to get his too. But and Tyler Boyd, I don't know if he's like going to go anywhere or if he'll just kind of stick around and be that like third guy. Like I could see him like wanting to stay. Um, we just hit twenty. Is that twenty percent? Yeah, twenty percent on the phone. So we should probably. Oh, we don't need to be on the phone. That's my no, phone. Dude. <laughs> That's just. This is just for us, so that we can like look into each other's eyes, but no one else can see this. Yeah, that's We're just right. Facetiming on our phones as we remote pod. Obviously, that's how you do with the masters. The, the the Bengals have Tyler Boyd locked up for for two more years. They can they can cut him next year to save ten mil, but he's on contract to make ten mil, ten mil the next two years. Yeah, I, I think I think you like him a lot as your as your third receiving target. Yeah, and then like I think that ten mil is probably worth it. They're gonna um, be unreal for a long time. Yeah, because T Higgins is still on his. I mean, he's he's a second year receiver, right? And Burrow yeah. won't get his deal probably till after next season. Yeah, you keep you keep the weapons around while yeah. you can. I, I think that that is like you know could go down as their three deep sort of roster. How the Absolutely. Minnesota Vikings had Jake Reed, Chris Carter, and Randy Moss. Dude, unreal! I mean, all, all three were one thousand yard receivers. Yeah, I mean uh, Tyler Boyd is is maybe going to hit it this next week. And, and exactly, it's it's three deep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, with the potential to lock it up for more than one year. Yeah, Burrow's a second-year quarterback, right? Yeah, and both Jamar, both Jamar Chase and T. Higgins look really good. Like, really good receivers. So, that'll be interesting. That'll be a good offense. Joe Mixon's a good back. Yeah. That's... I, I'd like any of those guys in, in Dynasty. Maybe not Mixon as much with the age, but... Is Zach Stacy their coach? Uh, no, I Zach think Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor. Or Zach Taylor, yeah. <laughs> Zach Stacy, the running back. <laughs> not, not Zach Stacy. <laughs> what a beast. Not, not the dude who like beat up his wife, <laughs> which he's um you know he's a good young coach and everything, but he's not. I I just wonder what it would be like if they really had like a, a offensive guru like a Sean McVay or something, what they could really unlock. But we'll see. I mean, for all we know, next year they're the top offense in the league. I mean, they have the potential to be that. They have the weapons. Yeah, it's fun to watch. They uh, they locked up the NFC or the AFC North. Um, we've got one more week in the the regular NFL season. Um, but the, the playoff picture is pretty much figured out at this point. Um, yeah, do you like the, the Bengals going forward? I mean, if they're winning divisions already and they're in year two with most of their offensive talent, I mean, it's only going to get better from here, I think. I mean, Burrow could even feel more comfortable in year three and actually be running more, too, and things like that. So, I mean, I just think the sky's the limit, at least offensively. Definitely. We already um, talked about Amon Ra, right? Yep. The DK pulled, finally got some touchdowns. I, I, finally. I, almost, I almost benched him in two different leagues, but like I had a late injury call out in one that basically said I had to start DK, which I wasn't going to be like 
super pissed about. But at the same time, it's like he's underperformed like week after week here. Yeah. Um, and then he goes off for six, three touchdowns, 60 yards, just massive game. Came in bunches, apparently, feast and famine. Yep. Well, that was a... Uh, but, yeah. dude, a lot of really – like, Cooper Cup was up there for top receivers. Uh, Hunter Renfro, man, he's had his awesome season. You have another good week this week? Yeah, he did. So, he, he was on the, one of the higher scores, like 17 or something. Uh, Jacoby Myers. And then just a bunch of, like, guys that you'd never expect. <laughs> like, Braxton Berrios from, uh, from the Jets. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we got Kristen Wilkerson from the Patriots. Uh, Cyril Grayson. Um, I think from the Lions, right? Why are you making up names, Garrett? <laughs> Antoine Wesley. <laughs> from the Washington football team, I believe. I think Wesley. What? No, he plays for Arizona. Yeah, yeah. This that, dude's like six foot six and just jumps and gets it. Those guys all put up over 17 points. Halfway point PPR this one. No, no one started those guys, Garrett. Obviously, no one started them. Oh, Cyril Grayson was for the Buccaneers. Uh, <laughs> that would make sense. Um, they didn't have any wide receivers, and they needed to win Dude, somehow. We should have known. That's the game when he passed to, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Or you at least a touchdown for sure. I think it was the game when he passed. But Wild. I mean, for him to still put up those numbers without a wide receiving core, just unreal. But I was going to say about Antoine Wesley, I mean, it sounds crazy, but he actually might be interesting, at least in Dynasty, just to maybe hold on to as a flyer because, you know, A.J. Green I don't think is signed in next year. And I don't know about Christian Kirk or some of these other receiving options, but there's a chance he could be a third wide out there or something, you know, if you're really looking deep. Um, probably will end up being nothing, but you never know. And then did you get, it's it's such a small sample size, but like the plays he went up and made, he looked like a good football player. Right. Uh, dude, the running backs this week were just as crazy. Okay. We had Daryl Williams, who like people would start, but like not not a great. He was start. on waivers a week ago. Uh, De- Devin wow. Singletary, who's kind of been that waiver guy all year, but been playing better lately. Ramondre Stevenson. Oh, Damian just. Damian Harris also had two touchdowns, and Andre Stevenson was still RB4. And That's he crazy. He all in the first half, too. Yeah. He was sitting the second half. And then Boston Scott, A.J. Dillon, Elijah Mitchell, Deonta Foreman, Jarrett Patterson. Like, wow. these guys all got over 17 points as well. Just, like, massive weeks in the finals. Unreal. Yeah, Devin Singletary, I got to talk about that one because that's insane. I mean, he's taken over as the guy there right now, and I wonder if it's going to stick long term, but – He's been getting 22 carries, 100 yards a touchdown seemingly every time he's been getting the load. And so it, uh, suddenly it seems like there might – you know, if you're getting the whole load in Buffalo, there, he might actually be valuable Dude, in the future. I never saw Devin Singletary coming. No. After, after that, like, first two years of disappointment, I was like, no, he's done. No. Yeah. And they drafted a guy. They drafted Zach, Zach Moss, Moss. And obviously but he's like, also not great. They obviously don't like him. Um it's going to be interesting to see in the draft this year what happens there. Are they going to draft somebody? Are they going to stick with Singletary? I mean, at this point, it seems like you might as well stick with Singletary, but who knows what they're thinking. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and then Rashad Penny obviously was a big one. Massive. League uh, winner. Actually a league winner in the playoffs. Right. David Montgomery, Austin Eckler, Jonathan Taylor, Sony Michelle, like guys you probably expected to play well. But, yeah, it came from a lot of big names, so it's pretty crazy. For sure. If you would have told me at the end of the season though that Sony Michelle, 
Jared Patterson, you know, Elijah Mitchell, Ramondre, Devin Singletary, like all these names, Rashad yeah, Penny, Daryl Williams. The thing is, you, you, you couldn't hold those guys all year. Like, no, even no. if you knew about them, like, they were so bad. Like, they were not worth a roster spot. Well, I know. It's crazy. It, it just shows that there's so many – with the running back position specifically, it seems like it all comes in phases. Like, there's the people that start hot, and then you almost you always have to cycle in some fresh backs later on because inevitably the starter gets hurt at some point, and yep. these guys become relevant. But I think it's crazy how Daryl, every time he seems to get the load in Kansas City – just goes crazy, but Clyde can't seem to get over 15 points or anything. And it's just like, it's just wild. It's like Daryl's better for fantasy when Clyde is out than Clyde is. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. And Deontay. Deontay? Dude, uh, another big thing going in this week. Big Ben basically says he's done. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's basically been done for about four years, I think. <laughs> right. I kind of made that same joke with Brady earlier when we put it on. That last home game, it's like, dude, Ben hasn't like been <laughs> anywhere even above average for four or five years. Right. <laughs> I don't, he has no business playing anymore. Right. Is, the writing's been on the wall for a while. But, yep. So, his last home game... It's not a quarterback I'm going to miss. No. Nope. <laughs> it's not like uh, Peyton Manning. It's not like somebody your yeah. big <laughs> Pittsburgh thinks he is. Right. Like, he won two Super Bowls, but, like, he was okay. never, like, an elite quarterback. No. But, yeah. That's rude. I mean, at times he was definitely a top five quarterback in the like, league. He's one of the better quarterbacks of our, like, childhood. Sure. Childhood. I mean, into adulthood, Garrett. Well, He's I, not that old. I'm saying, like, dude, he hasn't won a championship in, like, 12 years. Yeah. <laughs> we were 14. Yeah, like, we, were, we, we were 15, 16. Like, we were, like, younger. And I think his first Super Bowl wasn't – weren't we? Or was the draft over, was fourth I, grade, right, 2004? Or did he win two years in a row? I think he won two years in a row, didn't he? I don't know, but I think – I remember 2004, that was a draft year, right? Yeah, so we were in fourth grade when he got drafted as a rookie for the Steelers. At least yeah. I was, but that's that's, that's a long time ago. That's a <laughs> real wild. But it's his time. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. It's his time. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, not some. Cra- There's some bad performances. Um, nothing like absolutely insane. Um, Dalvin Cook disappointed, but I mean, he kind of knew that after Kirk was going to be out. Man, that was a massive um, DeAndre Swift, uh, a lot of people were like super psyched about him coming back off of the injury. Um, their coach says he's always going to have a huge game or get get like the full set of carries, and then he disappoints. I think the worst of all was Ronald Jones. Yes. Ronald Jones was yeah, I definitely thought of as like a top five, top ten play this week for sure. Yeah, it was the Jets who we were clowning on last week for just letting even Dare Agumbuwele run all over them. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah, I had Ronald Jones started in two leagues, and I think Keaton did in the toilet bowl, yeah, and uh, he, he yeah. underperformed. That Bucks offense was bad. Yeah, and then he got hurt too, which obviously made a huge difference too, but he still was pretty inefficient with those. I think he had like 10 or 11 carries or something, but yeah, I mean, I was expecting at least, you know, bankable 15, you know, at least 80 yards and a touchdown or something like that and a couple catches. Yeah. 
That's yeah. That's another one of those I can lose you your week. Uh, on the wide receiver side, Marquise Brown, but he's kind of been down for a little while now. Um, AB, obviously, we talked about, <laughs> and AJ Brown, Jalen Waddle, uh, Justin Jefferson, Stephon Diggs, T Higgins. Some big names there. Yeah, that's all under ten points, and some are all under nine points. So, what are you guys going to the tight ends? What What do you guys think about George Kittle going in the next year with Lance as the starter? Because I, you know, I I feel a little mixed on it. You know, I'm an owner in one league. Obviously, you know they're going to get a, build a rapport, and Kittle's going to be more involved. But just knowing how mobile quarterbacks affect the offense, you know, are you guys trying to, if you own them, trying to sell for feeling like his value is at its peak right now and move on or are you just hold and see what happens that's a good question because he only had two targets this week in in dynasty um i think he is too unreliable um especially for like his age and if you could get something for him right now i would um in standard if it was just one more year i think you know you're gonna have some big games out of him um week winning games yeah week winning games because of him so you just you take that and you're good with it yeah, I don't know. I think he's 28 years old, um, and I think he's like your best bet at a top five tight end um, for the next few years. Even though the quarterback might not throw to him, right? He, he's, yeah. yeah, he's absolutely talent wise there. I just, but you well, you would you would trade him for like a Hawkinson and a backup wide receiver. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Or what about like a Darren Walder right now, where he's been hurt, he's been burning a lot of owners, and he, you know, he's, not, he's, he's even older. Yeah, Darren Waller. Twenty nine. Twenty nine. That's a year. Yeah, that's true. That um, major. But it still is tough because it's the Raiders. I mean, I guess the whole the whole uh, the whole tight end picture is pretty bleak. So yeah, maybe maybe you don't sell, but for sure, I would in a in a one. In a redraft, like I'd, I'd feel comfortable taking him. Oh yeah, sure. Um, I just want to apologize uh, if you've been hearing any crunch sounds. Um, I have uh, been munching on some Cheez-It Buffalo Wing flavored, <laughs> and uh, these Cheez-Its will. Just a quick alert for you. Well, of course you whip those out when you're doing remote pods, Zach. <laughs> hey man, I'm just trying to be safe. I don't want to spread no COVID. <laughs> and I gotta eat my buffalo wing cheeses. Um, well, it's, it's, those round next time because I want for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, let's take it away. Let's talk about uh, actual football. What happened this week? Um, I don't really remember after the Vikings lost uh, and we're out of the playoffs, and the Packers get the one seed. It's very bleak. Yep. Uh, <laughs> A lot of big blowouts. Bears crush the Giants. Um, Patriots put up 50 on the Jags. <laughs> um, Titans absolutely crush the Dolphins. Um, Dang, we, we really cheered them up last week. We did. Uh, Ravens or Rams just beat the Ravens. It was 20 to 19, another tight game. Dude, the Bengals, we've, we talked, we've given a lot of love to, uh, beat the Chiefs in a shootout. Yeah, it sucks that it was decided on a penalty, but that sucks that it was decided on the penalty. You'd love to see Patty Mahomes come out one more time and give it, like, get forty-five seconds to come tie it. Mm-hmm. Um, Raiders beat the Colts to keep their playoff hopes alive. Okay. Um, Eagles. Are the Colts still in the playoffs too, though. They are. Okay. 
Not for sure. Not for sure. They could lose. Okay. They're looking um, really good, though. Eagles clinch and win over Washington football team. Oh, that's fun for them. Um, <laughs> spoken like a Minnesota Vikings fan. <laughs> Seahawks put up 51 on the Lions. Wow. Oh, man. Yeah, there's a lot of points scored this week. Yeah. There was, there's a lot of points scored this week from a lot that's of like, teams that you don't expect to. Um, so AFC picture. Uh, Chargers, Colts, Raiders, and apparently somehow the Steelers are still fighting for this uh, last spot. What? <laughs> the Chargers play at the Raiders. So if the Chargers win, they're in. Raiders win, they're in. Uh, Colts at Jags. So Colts are probably going to win that game in Jacksonville. Um, but if they don't win, they can technically still lose out of the playoffs. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of good teams in the AFC. Uh, let's let's do AFC as we go here. So top seven teams in the AFC are obviously like Bills, Patriots, Chiefs, whatever. It doesn't matter. Who, who, do you, who do you guys like out of the AFC this year? Um, are are we all allowed to say the Chiefs? Yeah. Okay. Well, I I'll take the low hanging fruit this time, Garrett, and I'll say the Chiefs. Okay. Um, I'm going to stick with the Pats. You can also. Oh. I'm gonna... He doubles down after they 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 look bad against the Colts. I uh, just I don't want to do the same as Zach, so I'm going to do Pats. All right, Garrett. I'm going to go Bengals. Oh, fire a shot! I like that. I think that offense is hot. I think they're gonna. I think. I think they're just gonna. They can play with anybody. I like that. I like that a lot. I think your pants look hot. Um, <laughs> I think the sleeper team, the Chargers, like they're they're oh. fighting. But I, I don't. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they'd go very far. I think they're, I, they're way too inconsistent. They could get a win. They're yeah. the Kirk Cousins of football teams. That's like, true. they're above average, but then they're just super inconsistent. Very inconsistent. They haven't seemed to recover since Mike Williams became kind of fizzled out offensively, and then their defense isn't good enough to make up for it. No, their defense is just not very good. Which is, yeah, which the Chiefs, I mean, when they had the offensive deficiencies, their defense picked it up like crazy, and you just have not seen that from the Chargers. So that's that's definitely, I mean, they have glaring holes. The, pa- the Patriots have glaring holes, too. If they get in a bad game script, I, it's tough for them to come back. But they are so rarely end up in these bad game scripts, so it'll be interesting to see. Playoff, uh, I'm excited for these playoffs. This is going to be some fun. Like, I want high-scoring football, but Bill Belichick also makes entertaining defensive battles. Yes. Like, like you see it as, like, a chess game when Bill Belichick is, is calling a game. Like, that's prime time. He's like Palpatine. He's like dark side. <laughs> 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 you know, got on and everything. <laughs> uh, what's the NFC picture, Garrett? Forty uh, ers um, are at nine and seven. Uh, Saints are at eight and eight. They're fighting for the final two playoff spots. Wow, I can't believe we're uh, we're fi- Yeah, final playoff spot. Forty um, ers play at Rams. Saints play at Falcons. Um, and the Eagles are already in? Eagles are already in. <laughs> Weird. So, but, but obviously if the Niners win, but it's at the Rams, they just need the Saints to lose. But the Niners are at the Rams. Saints are at the Falcons. You like Saints at Falcons in that game. And so whoever wins out of these two matchups goes to the playoffs? 
No, the Saints would can only get in if they win and the Niners lose. Oh, okay. Oh man, I I could totally see that happening here. If if Sean Payton squeaks in, oh my gosh. Yeah, I don't be, want that. No, no. I mean, dude, that team's going to be just trash. Taysom Hill is so terrible. <laughs> right. Let, let me see some Trey Lance primetime playoff game. Let him get some experience. I'd be very much more excited about Trey Lance. That'd be cool. Um, okay, by the way, we <laughs> I feel like we have to have a live reaction pod or something about that random Sean Payton video where Kevin James plays Sean Payton. It's have not guys, a random video. Have you Or that documentary, that movie? No, it's a movie. Have you guys heard <laughs> of <that>? Movie? <laughs> what? Yes. Dude, Kevin James is in a movie where he stars Sean Payton in a story of the year with like Bounty Gate where he mm-hmm. sat out and he coached a high school football team. And it's supposed to be a feel good movie? Yeah. Yes. Sean, what the fuck? And he's Sean Payton. And Sean and Kevin James is way bigger than Sean Payton. Yeah. They're pretty much the same. There's like one of those like stupid things that you see on like Facebook or Twitter, like an advertisement that said <laughs> says Kevin James is unrecognizable as Sean Payton. And <laughs> <laughs> all it's Kevin James with a visor. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Kevin James wearing a visor. That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Unrecognizable, dude. What's gonna be? I don't know what's gonna be worse though. If that's gonna be worse, or if the Kurt Warner movie is gonna be worse. <laughs> I haven't heard about the Kurt Warner movie. Wait, dude, the, the Kurt Warner one's like a blockbuster. They're like trying no. to sell it as this big movie, and it's gonna be so terrible. Who is Zachary it? Levy from Shazam. Oh my gosh, and it looks it looks corny, or what? It looks terrible. However, it's been getting really good reviews, Garrett. No. <laughs> yes, I'm serious. Man. Week one, it had over 90 critic, over 90 audience on Rotten Tomatoes. What? <laughs> yeah, but it came down. The critic score is, I think, is hovering around 70, but the the audience score is over 90. It's <laughs> like the biggest movie of all time. <laughs> yeah, this this movie looks so awful. I've never like seen like a more like cliche sports movie like that's straight to video. Let's watch a um, trailer. Sure. Okay. I mean, it just <laughs> it looks so bad, but somehow apparently everyone really likes it. And then then we need to watch. Okay, this is a terrible part of our pod, but we're gonna do it anyway. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna watch the American Underdog trailer. And then we're going to watch the Sean Payton documentary trailer. (laughs) No, Garrett. One is considerably worse than the other. No, I think they're both. We need to determine what's going to be worse. Okay. (laughs) I need to see the Sean Payton. (laughs) Oh, my. Dennis Quaid is in it. That's how you know it's good. Yeah. They get just a big name cliche actor. The grizzled sports vet. I'm about that. As long as I have a ball in my hands. Alive. I kind of like how I feel right now. It's I'm standing here. I got words in it. What? <laughs> I was like, I'm going to draft some new from the NAACP school in Iowa. <laughs> there were other offers. I called every team in the NFL. No one's interested. I'm just a grocery store man. I promised that I would take care of you and the kids. So that is exactly what I'm going to do. This is your dream? Don't give it. I want it. 
It's Christmas. So I think for trailer number two, we should just pause the pause the podcast, and then they could just hear the reaction. I'm probably was it, was Natalie Portman in that movie? I don't even was, know. was she the wife of Kurt Warner? I, I miss, she might be. I missed that part, but I have to say, is it bad that now I kind of want to see that movie? Because yeah, but it looks terrible. I, no, I actually didn't know that Kurt Warner started in arena football, and I didn't know his story very well. Plus, I also like the guy who used to be the actor on Chuck. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we do love Zachary Levy. Uh, who doesn't love Chuck? <laughs> um, yeah. So I think that it doesn't make sense for them to just to listen to it. It's probably That's better fair. to watch it. Right. So, I was able to watch it. <laughs> right. So why don't we just pause the podcast? Is that possible, or is it going to mess things up remotely? No, can't pause it, Garrett. This is a live stream. <laughs> <laughs> I thought oh, I was up with something brilliant here. Ready for- we, we could save that for after the pod. <laughs> we could save I, that it's after. just got to be even worse gotta than what we just it. watched, which was already just terrible. I'll tell you right now, I think it is worse. <laughs> I <did laughs> what I saw of it. So. Okay. All right. Well, then the fans, they've got that to look forward to. <laughs> um. Yeah. We're- I'm I'm trying to think here. I mean, was there anything else that we wanted to to get off our chest? I mean, the the fantasy season's over. We we made it through 17 weeks. I guess we got to talk about like, are we gonna have an episode next week? <laughs> right. These these are things that we have not discussed. Um, it does come at a good time, given that I'll be in Cancun on Monday, and I will be in Cancun on Monday. And there we go. It seems like that Monday is probably not the best shot. Oh, yeah, because we're actually flying back to Minnesota. I am on that Monday. Right. I mean, I would land at like 5, but then I don't know if I got time to podcast. Then we got to do this again. I Maybe. Well, I'm a- always in favor of doing the podcast, boys. I'd be up for a later in the week uh, year-end recap kind of thing or something. Or, uh, but we'll, for sure. We'll out here. But um, we'll, we'll, we'll get back together again. This isn't like it's our last time. Oh, exactly. Right. Uh, okay. 
But okay, sounds good. Um, yeah, we can save this for the next time. But uh, I wrote a few like year end recap, just kind of like questions that we can quickly think of. Aww. Aww. Uh Not about our podcast, about the fantasy season. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's what the fans want. Um, first one's about our podcast, actually. And is it, are we worse than the Twin Credible podcast? Absolutely not, Garrett. I am their biggest fan, I think. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, might and, be and I would rather listen to this podcast than their podcast. And that is not to slight them in, in any way. I did say the same thing, but um, it's because we do this podcast. This is what we want to talk about. Absolutely. All right. Rain, what's we, your opinion there? I think we hammered down on that niche audience, right? You know, we have something for the specific listener while they provide a general entertainment value. So there's that's like, why, you know, that's it's two different – you know, it's like going wide and, de- you know, narrow and deep or wide and shallow you know it's two different philosophies i'm more the the go deep um but i think that they both have their pros and cons but ours is better see there what if we merge next year our podcast with like harry potter or musicals and we kind of covered both (laughs) do you think our listeners would be into that or maybe not like a bachelor podcast Oh, <laughs> you know what? If the fans need it, maybe. But Garrett, I I don't know if I want to do that. You're a man of the people. Um, a Survivor podcast. Survivor yeah. podcast. Okay, now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're we have things to ponder. We have things to. Ponder. We've got incredible things to ponder. Dude, we could have like a ten person panel for uh, for uh, Survivor podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we truly good. Yeah. The analysis would be absolutely unreal. Oh, yeah, the spreadsheets would be out of control. <laughs> uh, all right. So the real questions were, who is your biggest surprise of the year? Um, I, I mean, if from draft day, Cooper Cup. From uh, week four on, Jonathan Taylor. But I, I'd probably stick with Cooper Cup. Okay. So many different ones that I could go with here. I'm going to say just because of the freak nature of the whole situation, Cordero Patterson, where he never was unleashed by a team like this. And for some reason at like 30, he becomes he becomes the basically like the Atlanta Falcons Debo. And it is very weird. Um, so I'll stick with that one. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah, I think uh... – I had a few guys, obviously Cooper Cup being one of them, um, but I had thought of Debo, uh, and then I was thinking like a lot lower guys like uh, Leonard Fournette, or he like he was not even lower; he was massive. Yeah, he, he was. He ended up being what RB5. everyone thought Cordero was going to be yeah. for the whole season, like just unreal dominant. Yeah, and then I mean he he's going to finish his running back like five or six, and that's without playing the last two weeks like he was phenomenal running back all year insane uh but then Debo like dude he's like an athlete that I just I didn't know he was like like he I don't know what it is like the touchdowns obviously got to go down but I mean, that dude was huge with yards too like every time he touched the ball just big play unreal and uh, and it was sort of under the radar too like you didn't see him put up these huge wide receiver games but then he also had like 80 rushing yards and like now he's a 22 point scorer instead of 14 point scorer. 
Right. Well, Ayuk was drafted ahead of Debo. Oh, yeah. It was, Absolutely. Was. People weren't even really talking about Debo. In fact, in my eight-team standard keeper league, he was the last guy drafted, which was unreal. That's how it gets weird with eight-team standard. But um, I think another one you got to say is Jamar Chase. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. because of the how just negative the media focus was on him. I mean, they were on him. It was so crazy. People were just microscope on him, and then he ends up putting him – he could put up the best rookie season. Um even though I guess it would be one extra game, so you'll see. But and then I just want to throw out to Mark Andrews, just because obviously everyone knew he was going to be solid. But to become the tight end one, yep. no one no one had that as a potential outcome for him. Everyone said he was like top out of like tight end three or two, so that was crazy. Um, biggest disappointment? So many. There's a lot. I mean, if, if you had one of those top five backs, you were probably in a bad situation like come end of the year. Derrick Henry was amazing in the first half of the year. But, I mean, you were you had inconsistent performances from McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Ezekiel Elliott. Even Kamara has had a few bad weeks. What, I, I was looking at the scoring leaders for the year and half-point PPR. You wouldn't believe it. And maybe you would because of injuries. Zeke, number six on the year. Really? Yeah, just in terms of overall points for running backs. It's because he kept playing and had volume. Same thing with like Najee, where he never had like amazing games except for a couple, but he's running back pure volume and stayed on the field. So yeah, Zeke, running back six somehow. Um, But yeah, he he played 16 games. I mean, in terms of average per game, he was like. 18th or something. Um, yeah, I mean, looking at his last five games, he got three, 16, 14, 8, and 5. And, right. and another 9, 1 before that. Like, he he started out the season very hot. Then he's kind of struggled and just not won a lot of matchups since since the bye week in week 8. Um, I think the most, like, the most clear, obvious, non-injury that we know of, worst player, that like way below expectation was Allen Robinson. Yep. Oh yeah. That guy went from what, like being a top or wide receiver one, like around that ten to fifteen range, three four years in a row, to wide receiver one hundred. Like he doesn't even play. One hundred percent. And okay. I was gonna add one more to not not to disparage the guy, but um, uh, for Atlanta, Calvin Ridley. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he. He had high hopes of being the number one overall point scorer this year, and he was droppable by like week six. Yep, for sure. Yeah, I mean, he was he was close to being droppable prior to him taking leave. He was he was playing pretty bad. Right. I want to throw out, uh, even though he ended up, he's going to end up with an okay spot. Amari Cooper, just because when you saw that week one. And you saw Dak put up 30 points and Amari put up 30 points. And then he just never even flirted with that ever again the whole rest of the season. And he had a lot of just complete bust games. And so he's got that hope right at the beginning. And then he just never – it just never seemed to – I don't know, he never replicated it. And he had those injuries and all that stuff. But when I when I got him late, I was like, oh, this guy's going to drive me to the championship. Like I, I found a gem and then just nothing since then. All right, uh, because we're on uh, disappointment, um, who will you not touch in, like, the first two rounds next year? Like, who's going to be in that range that you just won't draft? Um, I got to kind of cheat and pull a disappointment into that we hadn't mentioned yet into here, but uh, Darren Waller, 
Um, he was he was a late second round, early third round like lock for tight end, and um, he he hurt basically any team he was on because he he had a big week one and then just was terrible the rest of the season. Yeah, what do you have? Twenty one targets in week one or something like that, and we're like, oh my god. Yeah. People gave him so much crap, and I feel like the game plan shifted because they were almost I don't know. People were giving him crap for just only throwing the ball. Yeah, the the defense is game plan for it. Like they knew that 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 would be what they wanted to do, and they just took that away every game. And then they, then he goes out and still puts up a 4,500, 4,600-yard season. Like, he's at, he's in the top five of passing leaders this year, Derek Carr. Unreal. That doesn't even felt like it. Like, it felt so dysfunctional. No, yards, yards come – you can get a lot of yards pretty quickly. It doesn't, doesn't seem like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I think that – I don't know that I would want – there's two guys that I wouldn't draft at their value, but I would draft at a value. Yeah. And I wouldn't draft Dalvin Cook as a top five running back. Ooh. And yeah. I would not draft DeAndre Hopkins as a top ten receiver. Those are both um, aggressive, but I can understand the anger. <laughs> I think Dalvin Cook has – a story to be told for how he could be a top five back next year. Um, And DeAndre Hopkins, if he plays all 17 games is easily a top 10 wide receiver next year, I think. Um, But I could see both of those not happening. Hopkins hasn't stayed healthy and the Vikings remain inept and are going to have offensive turnover next year. Yeah. Um, My guy that I wouldn't touch where he's going to be valued is Saquon Barkley. I got off that train this year, thankfully, um, and he burned people for a third year in a row. And I will not fall foolish enough to be burned four years in a row. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Um, I think for me, and I don't know how he's going to be valued next year. I can see it reflecting the situation next year, but he's consistently been a top two round back. Um, it would be Aaron Jones. Um, I'd be a little wary of. Obviously, if he fell, I'd take him in a heartbeat. But if he, if you're taking him at value, I'd probably pivot a little bit just because um, I'd probably take another back over him because that floor is so low, but the ceiling is still 30 points. But it just seems like they'll have those games. I think A.J. Dillon, it's, he's going to be more of a nagging problem than Jamal Williams was. and um, the real deal. Of the end of the season, where you're talking about the fantasy championships, they seem to like to ride him in the cold games. So it's going to be interesting with him. But obviously, if he fell, I'd take him. Man, it's just I, also, I also want one more thing in uh, about my pick on Saquon. He could easily be Leonard Fournette, like in his future, where he had so much talent, went to a better situation, became a stud. But um, so he could be really good too. Oh yeah, for sure. What are you saying about game plan? Uh, I don't know. Um, who's your potential buy low next year? Who kind of fell off this year that you think is going to jump back? That's a little bit harder. It is. Because you need someone that slumped through the year, but then got good at the end, where you're like, okay, they'll be good again. Um, I got one at quarterback. Um, I think that Russell Wilson next year will be someone that will bounce back. And be, and people will be very down on him. Says the man who just got thirty-seven from him in your fantasy. 
I'm kidding, but yeah, I I, I agree. Hey, uh, I don't even know if he's going to be back in Seattle. Why? That's and that's um, and, and and that's what probably would change the tide for me. But like, I think that a lot of these guys, if like that Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson move to a Denver or something like that. Yeah. Like, of course, those guys are going to be valued probably higher than they should or, like, right at value. Yeah. Like, it's going to shoot way up. They're not really sleepers at this point. But Yeah, totally. Um, oh, I got one for tight end, too, and you actually brought him up as biggest disappointment, but uh, Darren Waller, I think, um, in redraft specifically, I think that You're he lucky. will be universally knocked down in drafts when you could be getting a top five tight end for – you know, kind of like in that Hawkinson range this year where it's, you know, he's the cheapest of that tier but can has the ability to finish as a top three tight end. Interesting. I, I guarantee that at least half, if not more than half, of those takes are going to be wrong next year um, because that's just how crazy fantasy football is. Like, yes. you can be confident on four things, but pretty much, you know, two of them might happen. That's how, that's how it works yeah. with fantasy. Um, we've been chatting for a long time, boys. I think I got uh, food waiting for me in the other room. I mean, I I love chatting with you. It's, it's been a good time. It sounds like we're going to maybe try to do a little recap before the NFL playoffs. Um, so hopefully we'll get back together again here next week sometime. Um, but other than that, I mean, do you guys got anything else you want to you wanna say? No, it's been just, a fun season. It has. Um it was a wild one, boys. Uh, that's all I got to say. Um, I'm glad that I was able to join you guys for these leagues this year and in turn the podcast. It's, it's been awesome. But we're going to keep it going, obviously, and, and have some monthly stuff and all that stuff. And obviously going up soon. But I don't know. It's just a good time. Yeah. Good, it was a good fantasy season overall, too. Just We got we had a, lot, a, lot, a lot of good leagues together. We all ended up in a championship in, in one league or another. Yep. Um, but yeah, we're basically studs. Yeah. And we, we got one champion of a, an important league this year. You know, maybe let's get two champions next year, three champions, you know, we can get a little greedy, but, um, all right. Well, uh, later dudes. Later dude. Later. time. Yep.